It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you very much, Matt. Here we are, episode 26 of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. And today I wanted to talk about, I wanted to expand on the speaker's checklist that we were touching on last time. And this time I wanted to engage in a little bit of a discussion about content because content is king when it comes to your talk. If you don't have enough content, if you're, if you don't have the right content, then you're not going to properly connect with your audience. And that's what you want to do. You want to make that human connection so that your audience will then follow up with you or they will do, do something based on the talk that you're giving. So let's walk through what I like to call the signature talk template. And in this template, by the way, if you're not used to giving signature talks, uh, that's okay. It's, it's never too late to start. <laughs> Just letting you know. And if it's a talk that you don't think you're going to give, that's okay because there are many different types of talks that you could very well be giving. This is just one type of talk that I thought I'd give you the content information on for today. So number one with the signature talk is once you have been introduced by the person that brought you to the meeting or to the event, then that's when you get to give a little bit of an introduction, not so much about yourself, More so, it's the introduction to what you're going to be talking about. And the best way to do that is to first solidify what the problem is that you solve. What is that problem? So what I quite often will do is I'll do the first 30 seconds or so of my elevator pitch, and that will be what I will use as the basis of the content that I'll be sharing throughout that particular talk. And I do that because it sort of solidifies really what it is that I do in business anyhow. So if I can identify the problem right off the top, it's going to have the audience start thinking about, oh, that could be very well what my problem is, that yes, I have that problem. Then before I do anything else, I position myself as the person with the solution. You always want to think of yourself as the person with the solution to that problem. So, for example, I will say something like the quickest, most effective way to position yourself as an expert and to grow your business is to speak about what it is that you do. That's how I will quite often introduce my talks, even my elevator pitch. And then I'll ask a question, who likes to talk about themselves or who's deathly afraid of doing it? And you'd be surprised the number of hands that go up. Well, then that's when I create or present rather the problem. And the problem quite often is, well, you're not clear with your messaging. There's a good chance you're losing money and potential clients. That's how I will identify the problem. But then I'll say something like, it's okay, it's not your fault. What I do is I help people find their voice. So when they have to give a presentation, not only are they clear with their messaging, but they get the results they want and they make more money. So that's typically how I will start out by identifying the problem then the solution, and then I can go into what the agenda is going to look like for the rest of the talk. And when I say agenda, I don't mean in a rigid form. I don't mean today we're going to be talking about point number one and then point number two. I don't mean like that. I don't mean in a very rigid or structured form. I mean, it can be very conversational. You can say something like, today I wanted to talk to you about three things. Number one is, next I want to talk about, and then finally I want to wrap up by sharing with you information about. So it can be very, or should be, very conversational. From there, what you want to do is tell your story. 
Now, depending on the length of your talk, if you only have 10 minutes, you will not be able to tell an elongated version of your story. You'll have to condense it quite a bit. Typically, when I speak, if I'm speaking for 45 minutes on the stage, then my story might be three or four minutes long, maybe a little bit longer. But within that, I will give my first nugget or two of information. And I say nugget because it's a little bit of an add-on to what the the rest of the talk is about. So I will offer one or two things that, regardless of whether or not anyone takes anything from my talk, they at least keep these three things in mind. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell people to pull out a pen and paper or make a note on their phone, because I'll say these two things are very important, so make a note of them. And that's usually right after my story. Then I go into three key points that directly speak to the problem solution that I've already identified. Okay, and I keep referring back to the problem solution and also letting the audience know that if you have this problem, here's how I can help you. Now, I don't use those words, but generally with the content, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I will add to my story or I will add a little bit of a testimonial or something from a client that I've worked with as well. Again, it all depends on the timing of that one. If there's time, at that point, I will call up a test subject or I'll do some hot seat coaching with an individual. Then I'll go into the first time I'm going to present my call to action, whatever that call to action might be. Now, again, depends on the length of time you're speaking. If you're only speaking 10 minutes, you might only want to give the call to action once, and that's okay too. If you're speaking for 45 minutes, I think you'll want to seed your offer, maybe even a little bit earlier, maybe even after you give your agenda, you might want to say as part of your agenda that, oh yes, and I will be making an offer. So if you feel you've gotten a lot of value out of my talk today, I'm going to ask you to consider my offer. Is that okay with everyone? And and get the buy-in right from the beginning. But as far as the call to action at the end, you're going to want to do that if possible before your Q&A because that'll get people thinking about it and that'll get, get people wondering about what questions they could ask that maybe you haven't quite answered them yet that are going to get them ready to solidify that offer with you. Then the Q&A. Now, after your Q&A, you might have a little bit more content to share. Or after your call to action, you might have a little nugget of content to share as well. Nothing wrong with that. The final thing you want to do, though, is close your talk out. And by closing your talk out, you want to make sure that you refer back to whatever your call to action was, regardless of what that call to action is. Even if it's just come and talk to me on the break or come and grab my business card or buy my book, whatever it is, you definitely want to give the audience that direction of what to do next. And I say this, it's vitally important because if you don't give the audience the why, they won't know what to do. It's the, why are you sharing this information with me today? What do you want me to do with it? Do you have an offer for me? Do you have a coupon? Do you have a discount? Do you have a sign-up sheet? Do you have a, do you have something you want me to purchase right now? That's where you really need to connect the dots for the audience. It's like going on a road trip. You wouldn't go on a road trip and drive 80% of the way to your destination and then say, I'm here because you're not there. That call to action is your arrival point. That's your finale, that's you pulled in the driveway, you are there. And that tells the audience that you're there as well. So just to recap with the signature talk format, once you've been introduced by the person who invited you to the meeting or to the event, you're going to introduce with your problem solution. You're going to then go into your agenda. That's the first time you're possibly going to see your offer. 
Then you're going to tell a little bit of a self-story, depending on the length of time you have. You might be a shorter story, or you might be able to go into a little bit more detail. Then you're going to go right into three key points that speak directly to that problem solution. If you have time, you can do a test subject or do some hot seat coaching. Then you're going to do your call to action. First time you're going to do the call to action and refer back to the uh, the offer that you already mentioned you're going to be making later on. Then a Q&A or a little bit more content if you have it. And then close by referring back to the offer or the call to action that you presented to the audience. With your talk, with your content, you want to make sure that it is relevant to the audience and their needs. You want to make sure it's relatable. And you also want to make sure it's real. There's so many people that get up and speak that are not as authentic as they could be. And it's one of the things that I work with when I have clients. I work with them all the time on that, about making sure that they are speaking in an authentic and real manner. And then make sure that your talk is positioning you as an expert. Vitally important to, especially when you get to the call to action piece and you're asking the audience to then join your tribe or make a purchase or sign up for a a product or service that you have. So I hope this has been helpful today. If you feel like you need a little bit more information or maybe you're ready to jump into a program that's going to help you position yourself as the expert, I have a program I'm working on with Diana Lidstone. It's called Speak with Confidence and Grow Rich. Conquer your speaking fears and grow your business. It is May 10th in Kingston, May 31st in Ottawa. You will learn the nine mistakes that might be keeping you stuck. You'll also learn the five secrets to crushing your speaking fears, three outcomes you need to be an effective speaker on and off the stage, because it's not just on the stage, it's off the stage as well. That's very important. A step-by-step guide to turning your talks into clients and to cash and more. To get that information, drop me an email, ask Carl at carlspeaks.ca. I'll send you the registration link. It's uh, $5.97 for a full day of not just one coach, but two coaches that are going to give you a lot of insight and a lot of information to help you grow your business by speaking more about what it is that you do. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichards72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking.